Chapter 65, Season's Greetings. Weirdly enough, when we got back home and mom brought in the mail, there were holiday cards from both Julian's family and August's family. Julian's holiday card was a picture of Julian wearing a tie looking like he was about to go to the opera or something. August's holiday card was of a cute old dog wearing reindeer antlers, a red nose, and red booties. There was a cartoon bubble above the dog's head that read, Ho, ho, ho. On the inside of the card, it read, To the Will family, peace on earth, love, Nate, Isabel, Olivia, August, and Daisy. Cute card, huh? I said to Mom, who had hardly said a word to me the whole way home. I think she honestly just didn't know what to say. That must be their dog, I said. Do you want to tell me what's going on inside your head, Jack? She answered me seriously. I bet they put a picture of their dog on the card every year, I said. She took the card from my hands and looked at the picture carefully. Then she raised her eyebrows and her shoulders and gave me back the card. We are very lucky, Jack. There's so much we take for granted. I know, I said. I knew what she was talking about with her, without her having to say it. I heard that Julian's mom actually photoshopped August's face out of the class picture when she got it. She gave a couple of, she gave a copy to a couple of the other moms. That's just awful, said mom. People are just, they're not always so great. I know. Is that why you hit Julian? No. And then I told her why I punched Julian. And I told her that August was my ex-friend now. And I told her about Halloween. Chapter 66. Letters, emails, Facebook, texts. December 18th. Dear Mr. Trishman, I'm very, very sorry for punching Julian. It was very, very wrong for me to do that. I am writing a letter to him to tell him that too. If it's okay, I'd really rather not tell you why I did what I did because it doesn't really make it right anyway. Also, I would rather not make Julian get in trouble for having said something he should not have said. Very sincerely, Jack Will. December 18th. Dear Julian, I am very, very, very sorry for hitting you. It was wrong of me. I hope you're okay. I hope your grown-up tooth grows in fast. Mine always do. Sincerely, Jack Will. December 26th. Dear Jack, Thank you so much for your letter. One thing I've learned after being a middle school director for 20 years is there are always, there are almost always more than two sides to every story. Although I do not know the details, 
I have an inkling about what may have sparked the confrontation with Julian. While nothing justifies striking another student, ever, I also know good friends are sometimes worth defending. This has been a tough year for a lot of students, as the first year of middle school usually is. Keep up the good work and keep being the fine boy we all know you are. All the best, Lawrence Tushman, Middle School Director. To ltushman at beecherschool.edu, cc John Will at phillipsacademy.edu, Amanda Will at copperbeach.org, from melissa.albans at rmail.com. Subject, Jack Will. Dear Mr. Tushman, I spoke with Amanda and Jack Will yesterday, and they expressed their regret at having Jack's, at Jack's having punched our son Julian in the mouth. I am writing to let you know that my husband and I support your decision to allow Jack to return to Beecher Prep after a two-day suspension. Although I think hitting a child would be valid grounds for expulsion in other schools, I agree such extreme measures aren't warranted here. We have known the Will family, family since our boys were in kindergarten and are confident that every measure will be taken to ensure this doesn't happen again. To that end, I wonder if Jack's unexpectedly violent behavior might have been a result of too much pressure being placed on his young shoulders. I am specifically speaking of this new child with special needs who both Jack and Julian are at, were asked to befriend. In retrospect, and having now seen this child in question at various school functions and in the class pictures, I think it might have been too much to ask of our children to be able to process all that. Certainly, when Julian mentioned he was having a hard time befriending the boy, we told him he was off the hook in that regard. We think the transition to middle school is hard enough without having to place greater burdens or hardships on these young, impressionable minds. I should also mention that, as a member of the school board, I was a little disturbed that more consideration was not given during this child's application process to the fact that Beecher Prep is not an inclusion school. There are many parents, myself included, who questioned the decision to let this child into our school at all. At the very least, I am somewhat troubled that this child was not held to the same stringent application standards, i.e. interview, that the rest of the incoming middle school students were. Best, Melissa Perper Albans. To melissa.albans at rmail.com from ltushman at beecherschool.edu, cc John Will at Phillips Academy edu, and Amanda Will at copperbeach.org. Subject, Jack Will. Dear Mrs. Albans, thanks for your email outlining your concerns. 
Were I not convinced that Jack Will is extremely sorry for his actions, and were I not confident that he would not repeat those actions, rest assured that I would not be allowing him back to Beecher Prep. As for your other concerns regarding our new student, August, please note that he does not have special needs. He is neither disabled, handicapped, nor developmentally delayed in any way. So there was no reason to assume anyone would take issue with his admittance to Beecher Prep, whether it is an inclusion school or not. In terms of the application process, the, the admissions director and I both felt it within our right to hold the interview off-site at August's home for reasons that are obvious. We felt that this slight break in protocol was warranted but in no way prejudicial, in one way or another, to the application review. August is an extremely good student and has secured the friendship of some truly exceptional young people, including Jack Will. At the beginning of the school year, when I enlisted certain children to be a welcoming committee to August, I did so as a way of easing his transition into a school environment. I did not think asking these children to be especially kind to a new student would place any extra burdens or hardships on them. In fact, I thought it would teach them a thing or two about empathy and friendship and loyalty. As it turns out, Jack Will didn't need to learn any of these virtues. He already had them in abundance. Thank you again for being in touch. Sincerely, Lawrence Twishman. To Melissa Albins at rmail.com from John Will at phillipsacademy.edu, CCL Twishman at Beecher school.edu, and Amanda Will at copperbeach.org. Subject, Jack. Hi, Melissa. Thank you for being so understanding about this incident with Jack. He is, as you know, extremely sorry for his actions. I hope you do accept our, our offer to pay for Julian's dental bills. We are very touched by your concern regarding, regarding Jack's friendship with August. Please know that we have asked Jack if he felt any undue pressure about any of this, and the answer was a resolute no. He enjoys August's company and feels he has made a good friend. Hope you have a happy new year. John and Amanda will. Hi, August. Jack will wants to be friends with you on Facebook. Jackalope will. 32 mutual friends. Thanks, the Facebook team. Two. Augie Doggy Pullman at email.com. Subject. Sorry. Message. Hey, August. It's me, Jack Will. I noticed I'm not on your friends list anymore. I hope you friend me again because I am really sorry. I just wanted to say that. Sorry. I know why you're mad at me now. I'm sorry. I didn't mean the stuff I said. I was so stupid. I hope you can forgive me. Hope we can be friends again. Jack. One new text message from August, December 31st, 
4.47 p.m. Got your message. You know why I'm mad at you now? Did Summer tell you? One new text message from Jack Will, December 31st, 4.49 p.m. She told me bleeding scream as a hint, but I didn't get it at first. Then I remember seeing bleeding scream in homeroom on Halloween. Didn't know it was you. Thought you were coming as Boba Fett. One new text message from August, December 31st, 4.51 p.m. I changed my mind at the last minute. Did you really punch Julian? One new text message from Jack Will, December 31st, 4.54 p.m. Yeah, I punched him. Knocked out a tooth in the back. A baby tooth. One new text message from August, December 31st, 4.55 p.m. Why'd you punch him? One new text message from Jack Will, December 31st, 4.56 p.m. I don't know. One new text message from August, December 31st, 4.58 p.m. Liar. I bet he said something about me, right? One new text message from Jack Will, December 31st, 5.02 p.m. He's a jerk. But I was a jerk, too. Really, 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 really sorry for what I said, dude. Okay? Can we be friends again? One new text message from August, December 31st, 5.03 p.m. Okay. One new text message from Jack Will, December 31st, 5.04 p.m. Awesome! One new text message from August, December 31st, 5.06 p.m. But tell me the truth, okay? Would you really want to kill yourself if you were me? One new text message from Jack Will, December 31st, 5.08 p.m. No. I swear on my life. But dude, I would want to kill myself if I were Julian. Winky face. One new text message from August, December 31st, 5.10 p.m. LOL. Yes, dude. We're friends again. <clears throat> Chapter 67, Back from Winter Break. Despite what Tushman said, there was no clean slate when I went back to school in January. In fact, things were totally weird from the second I got to my locker in the morning. I'm next to Amos, who's always been a pretty straight-up kid, and I was like, yo, what up? And he basically just nodded a half hello closed his locker door and left. I was like, okay, that was bizarre. And then I said, hey, what up to Henry, who didn't even bother half smiling, but just looked away. Okay, so something's up, dissed by two people in less than five minutes. Not that anybody's counting. I thought I'd try one more time with Tristan and boom, the same thing. He actually looked nervous, like he was afraid of talking to me. I've got a form of the plague now, is what I thought. 
This is Julian's payback. And that's pretty much how it went all morning. Nobody talked to me. Not true. The girls were totally normal normal with me, and August talked to me, of course. And I actually have to say both Maxes said hello, which kind of made me feel bad for never, ever hanging out with them in the five years I've been in their class. I had hoped that lunch would be better, but it wasn't. I sat down at my usual table with Luca and Isaiah. I guess I thought that since they weren't in the super popular group, but were kind of -of middle-of-the-road jock kids, that I'd be safe with them. But they barely nodded when I said hello. Then, when our table was called, they got their lunches and never came back. I saw them find a table way over at the other end of the cafeteria. They weren't at Julian's table, but they were near him, like on the fringe of popularity. So anyway, I'd been ditched. I knew table switching was something that happened in the fifth grade, but I never thought it would happen to me. It felt really awful being at the table all by myself. I felt like everyone was watching me. It also made me feel like I had no friends. I decided to skip lunch and go read in the library. Chapter 68, The War. It was Charlotte who had the inside scoop on why everyone was dissing me. I found a note inside my locker at the end of the day. Meet me in room 301 right after school. Come by yourself, Charlotte. She was already inside the room when I walked in. Sup, I said. Hey, she said. She went over to the door, looked left and right, and then closed the door and locked it from the inside. Then she turned to face me and started biting her nail as she talked. Look, I feel bad about what's going on and I just wanted to tell you what I know. Promise you won't tell anyone I talk to you? Promise. So Julian had this huge holiday party over winter break, she said. I mean, huge. My sister's friend had had her sweet 16 at the same place last year. There were like 200 people there. So, I mean, it's a huge place. Yeah, and? Yeah, and, well, pretty much everybody in the whole grade was there. Not everybody, I joked. Right, not everybody, duh. But, like, even parents were there, you know? Like, my parents were there. You know, Julian's mom is the vice president of the school board, right? So she knows a lot of people. Anyway, so basically, what happened at the party was that Julian went around telling everyone that you punched him because you have emotional problems. What? And that you would have gotten expelled, but his parents begged the school not to expel you. What? And that none of it would have happened in the first place if Tushman hadn't forced you to be friends with Augie. He said his mom thinks that you, quote unquote, snapped under the pressure. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Nobody bought into that, right? I said. She shrugged. That's not even the point. The point is, he's really popular. And you know, 
My mom heard that his mom is actually pushing the school to review Augie's application to Beecher. Can she do that? It's not about Beecher being an inclusion school. That's a type of school that mixes normal kids with kids with special needs. Yeah, that's just stupid. August doesn't have special needs. Yeah, but she's saying that if the school is changing the way they usually do things in some ways, but they're not changing anything. Yeah, they did. Didn't you notice that they changed the theme of the New Year art show? In the past years, fifth graders painted self-portraits. But this year, they made us do those ridiculous self-portraits as animals. Remember? So, big freaking deal. I know. I'm just, I'm not saying I agree. I'm just saying that that's what she's saying. I know. I know. It's just so messed up. I know. Anyway, Julian said he thinks being friends with Augie is bringing you down and that for your own good, you need to stop hanging out with him so much. And if you start losing all your old friends, it'll be like a big wake-up call. So basically, for your own good, he's going to stop being your friend completely. Uh, Newsflash, I stopped being his friend completely first. Yeah, but he's convinced all the boys to stop being your friend for your own good. That's why nobody's talking to you. You're talking to me? Yeah, well, this is more of a boy thing, she explained. The girls are staying neutral. Except Savannah's group, because they're going out with Julian's group. But to everyone else, this is really a boys' war. I nodded, and she tilted her head to one side and pouted like she felt sorry for me. Is it okay that I told you all this? She said. Yeah, of course. I don't care who talks to me or not. I lied. This is all just so dumb. She nodded. Hey. Does Augie know any of this? Of course not. At least, not for me. In summer? I don't think so. Look, I better go. Just so you know, my mom thinks Julian's mom is a total idiot. She says she thinks people like her are more concerned about what their kid's class picture looks like than doing the right thing. You heard about the photoshopping, right? Yeah, that was just sick. Totally, she answered, nodding. Anyway, I better go. I just wanted you to know what's up and stuff. Thanks, Charlotte. I'll let you know if I hear anything else, she said. Before she went out, she looked left and right outside the door to make sure no one saw her leaving. I guess... I guess even though she was neutral, she still didn't want to be seen with me.